Welcome back to the Crossbar Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Michael Statham. He's one of the managers at Football Aranya. I'll link to their website and his Twitter below. But safe to say Football Aranya has some of the best English language content about Dutch football that I've seen online. They cover all of the top teams, including uh, Ajax and PSV, who were talking about today. This is the third part of a four-part Eredivisie season preview series on this podcast. And yeah, this evening, PSV will face up against Benfica. They lost 2-1 to one in Lisbon last week. So this talk should give a pretty good idea of what the squad is looking like at this stage. Maybe um, also will provide a, a pretty decent look at how they may perform tonight in Eindhoven. So if you're interested in that match, interested in how PSV will do this season, give this a listen and enjoy the show. Thanks, Michael, for joining me. Um, I guess just getting right into it with PSV. They've started very, very well in Europe this season, as most people who have been paying attention know. They've played, I believe, seven matches in total, including the uh, the 4-0 over Ajax. And their loss against Benfica the other day was their first, the first time that they hadn't won. And having watched that game, I think it's pretty easy to see that they may have lost in Lisbon, but it wasn't a bad performance by any stretch of the imagination. So all of that taken into account, um, I know this is a, a, a season preview, so I think we can be a bit speculative, but is this the best PSV side that we've seen in recent memory? Yeah, there's lots of anticipation and potential with this PSV team. I think that with Roger Schmidt going to second season in charge of PSV, like there's 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 so much optimism amongst PSV fans that they did, they weren't feeling last season that he's had to take a long time to get his players into his tactics, into his ideas. Uh, but Schmidt's getting there now. He's got a team that is without Daniel Marlin's quality at top, but it doesn't matter because of the attacking players that we're going to be seeing this season. So, um, but to answer your question. With, with regards to it being the best team in recent memory. It's up there, but I, I have to say that when PSV had the likes of, uh, I shouldn't say Luke de Jong is my first example, but Luke, Luke de Jong scored plenty of goals for PSV. But him, Bruma in defence, I remember, I think this was the 2014-15 side. Um, you know, Memphis Depay was around that era too. Uh, they had Guardado, Moreno. Um, Adias, all those South American players, they, they were quality, they were. I really enjoy watching them. You always had players like Jetro Willems and Jurens at the top of their game, quite young in their careers, before it sort of stalled a little bit for them. So I think them, it'd be interesting to watch them versus this PSV team now, that's for sure, because that'd be quite some match. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I think it might be easy for a lot of people to forget about how PSV have actually been really at the top of Dutch football for quite a while. Um, Ajax, of course, with Eric Ten Hag, there's been a, 
a bit of a revelation in recent years, especially with that Champions League run in 2018, 2019. But I, I completely agree. I think the 2014, 15, at that era, about half a decade ago with Memphis, like you mentioned, and a couple of other players, um, certainly a really good team. But I guess it, it kind of makes me think a lot of those players were, of course, they were Dutch. They Many of them had come through the PSV Academy. Um, this team is, is really interesting because it's <clears throat> maybe not so much strictly PSV youth talent, but it is still a very young side. Um, and so I guess my question is, do you see any of these young players uh, who are already in the first team who are um, starting a lot of these games under Schmidt, do you see uh, any one or two of them that are really catching your eye right now that you think are um, really poised to make a big difference if they say make it into the Champions League knockout stages this year? Sure. I think this year it is a great year for PSV fans because of the mix of youth and experience that they seem to have. This is what harks back to when they had uh, these Champions League runs. I think the, the, I think a lot of football fans know Nani Madueke. That I, I won't go into him all, all that much right now this second because a lot of world football fans have been following him at PSV. Uh, British fans in particular want him to go over there, but he's going to stay there for another year. I, I, unless PSV don't qualify for the Champions League, that might cause some more further interest in Leicester, but we'll see how that goes. He is the star player this season if he stays. Him and Cody Capo, um, they're both wingers who like to be direct. Um, they, they, they create opportunities for their teammates. They are excellent at combining with Goethe, Zahavi up, up top. The, this front four works really well as a unit, but Madueke and Capo are, are the two quality players who are young and, and hungry to go into this season with, with having a full campaign to their belts, being the first choice wingers for PSV and they'll score lots of goals they'll make lots of goals they'll entertain so many crowds with 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 what they can do because it's whether that's their shooting from outside the box whether that's going to the byline and putting a cross in or just linking up the play and, and just being excellent technical footballers which is what Dutch football's always craving yeah that's that's great I completely agree and this is something that Mark Geshwin mentioned on our Ajax preview podcast, which is sure with Berghaus coming in and, and still some great talent up front for Ajax, it's, it's quite a phenomenal attack, especially for the Eredivisie, of course, but that's nothing new. Um, but his point was that the front four you mentioned with Goza and then the two wingers with Zahavi up top, that is perhaps a more talented attacking unit at the moment um, than Ajax, um, especially if Sebastian Haller is in there, which, you know, people have their own <laughs> opinions about him. Um, but I think for me, I, I agree that this front four is, is perhaps the best in the country at the moment, um, where they may come into trouble, which uh, we saw a little bit in Lisbon. Not Like I said, it was not a bad performance, but um, there were quite a few chances conceded uh, in both halves. So do you think the defense is maybe more of a question mark at this point for Schmidt, um, even given the the recent signing of uh, Romalio, I believe his name is, the Brazilian defender um, who started pretty well? 
yeah, you're right to be tentative there, Alex, because it's only one game. But the 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 what they've shown us so far is that they can blow teams away with their attack. But it was a big test that Benfica match. They they took the game to Ajax in the Dutch Super Cup final, and that was a great win. Albeit Ajax were down to ten men, and before then they were actually playing some good football. So. Yeah, reading through the, these games so far, what you will, that this PSV team, though, is going to grow further as a unit. Romalho is, is a new centre-back. He looks very good. And you know that things are only going to get better with him in the side because he is new. He's adapted to a high level of football coming from Austria. Um, and they've got different options now in defence too. I think what, what PSV fans can be, I, I, I find too critical of. A little similar to Ajax fans are highly critical of Sebastian Aller. I like Ale, but I, I know that he's not for everyone. I think that you, you, you can be very critical of these players that play for the top Eredivisie sides, but they're far better than some of the players we've seen play for Ajax and PSV the likes of in the past, where um, they were genuinely quite average footballers. I'm saying this because Philip Max is their left-back, and I think he's a fantastic attacking left-back by Eredivisie standards. He was standing out in the Bundesliga before he signed for PSV. They think that defensively, though, he's a little poorer. But I think when you say poor, what, what, how poor is that? I, I do think that the, the, the level of their players this season is of an excellent quality and definitely one that could compete in the Champions League, if not the Europa League. Uh, that, that's a good level for PSV to be at. Yeah, and I think just kind of closing off our discussion about the, the starting 11 uh, in particular, I think two players who... I'm really interested to see how they progress this season. Uh, Ibrahim Sangare as the central midfielder. Um, it looks right now Schmidt is putting him as sort of a, uh, a double pivot in there with Van Hinkle or if, if uh, Davy Proper comes in for some uh, long minutes. But uh, I think he's really interesting because, of course, you take one look at him. He's quite an imposing figure, um, very strong on the ball. But at the same time, very uh, technically sound. And he has this interesting, uh, I tweeted this yesterday. He is very methodical on the ball, which for a holding midfielder is not something you necessarily expect. Um, I think at times, and the, in Lisbon, this happened maybe once or twice, he gets caught out where he's maybe a bit too methodical on the ball and he doesn't realize the pressure he's under. Um, I don't think that's a major fault of his at the moment but I, I think that's one interesting thing to look out for because at 23 years old he really has some sky high potential um, and, and he had been linked with other top five league uh, clubs in the past before he joined PSV um, and then so Sangare is one and then it, in goalkeeper um, Joel Dromel uh, from Twente a new signing this summer you mentioned Zoot earlier he uh, had quite a good run, but I think um, mm. over the last couple of seasons, he was a bit shaky to say the least. So I think with, 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 with Dromel coming in, um, very athletic, uh, of course, young Dutch player. Um, I think on the Football Aranya podcast in previous years, you guys have called him out as someone who uh, could be in contention for uh, a starting role with the Dutch at some point in his career. Um, so with Dromel and Sangare, do you have any any thoughts on those players? Are you going to be looking for them to make some pretty big impacts this year? Firstly, the midfield has come on so much in last season already. When they played a 4-2-2-2, basically a glorified 4-4-2, 
they they had these two deep midfielders, which which were basically Rosario and Sangare, um, and the two players were so alike that it just didn't work. Now Rosario's left, it means Sangare can be a lot more important and sit back and be deeper, almost like a four-five-one kind of way of picturing that that formation. He is now so much more important because he he alone does that defensive work and keeps it simpler. He was criticised so much last season for, for giving up the ball and not being defensively sound enough, not cutting out passes and setting. But he's doing that so much better this season. And what I really like about this PSV team is not just the front four. Um, I, I do I do think if the front four get have injuries, they'll be a problem. However, there are options in midfield and goal because in midfield, you said there already, Van Hinkle was a captain, great midfielder. Next to Sangare, different kinds of midfielders, like I said, that's what's important now. But if because he's injury prone, and so is David Prepper, one of them could take the place of each other. And, and Prepper's also a very good midfielder to, to have to come on. For Eredivisie stand, that's excellent. But in goal two, Joel Drummel, I think he's not the finished article yet. When I first saw him break through at Twente when he was a teenager, I thought he's a bit all over the place. But any young goalkeeper is all over the place. We're seeing the same in Marcus Schubert right now. Vitesse, he's going to become a very good goalkeeper at the end of it. He's showing great signs. PSV, though, Drommel has come in and made a good start as PSV goalkeeper. I think we'll see him make a couple of mistakes along the way. But like I said, options. Jan and Vogel had a decent season last season, made a few errors. But the two of them could compete with each other. And that's only going to create competition, as we know. Competition for place is going to make it a really uh, good PSV to watch this season. I completely agree. Um, and Michael, I would be remiss if I didn't include a question about Mo Ihataran, who has been uh, lots of speculation around him, not only with his future in the Netherlands uh, at the club level, but also the national team. Uh, of course, he wasn't even, I believe, called up to Young Oranya over the summer. So what is your take on on the, I guess, what's the latest update with Ihatar and have you heard anything about um, about him leaving the club at any time soon? Um, anything along those lines? Poor guy's racing his career. He's throwing it down the pan. He's really shocking me with, with his attitude. And I, I, I've never seen him obviously, you know, do something stupid. I've seen a couple of things during matches which make me think, He's obviously not committed to working hard and just getting his head down, but um, he's he's he, he needs a move. He needs to start somewhere fresh. But I don't want him to start wasting his career like Richard Bazer did before he has now got his head down. But he's now mid twenties, and you know that he's not going to play in a top five league anytime soon, or certainly not the top end of the top five league. And he had the same as a teenager already, though you can see that. He, he could have been the best player for the club right now. And this might have been his last season before he moved on to like, you know, a Man City or something. That's not going to happen. He was actually spotted this summer um, at, at Nice with, with his agent, uh, Minareola, I think it is. Uh, he he was seen there and um, I think Fabrizio Romano tweeted about it. So, you know, it must be true. <laughs> and, um, he, that might mean that he's leaving, but... It's a good job if he does. He does need to leave. He needs to go somewhere new. He needs to have a manager who's going to get the best out of him because Schmidt doesn't like him. It's, I think it's as clear as day that he, he, he doesn't think he has a future at PSV and, and, and therefore you can, you can see him leaving the club now. Um, otherwise, he's going to be rotting away in the reserves. 
I don't think we can get a game for young PSV at this rate. Yeah, well, hopefully they can um, recoup at least a decent fee for him if he does leave this summer. Um, but Michael, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Schmidt because I think it's about time we get to the man who is controlling all of these factors in play. Um, he, of course, came in last season, not the best campaign by any stretch, but I wouldn't say uh, a complete disaster either. So there's certainly a lot of room for improvement. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, it's been a pretty fantastic start for the Eindhoven club. So how do you see Schmidt working with this team? Uh, I guess maybe my question would be if you think he's growing into himself as a manager in the Netherlands here, um, or if maybe you think eventually it's someone else's job to get the best out of this starting eleven. No, I think he's starting to get the best out of them. We'll see at the end of the season, of course, what it leads to. I don't think it should be deemed a failure if Pierce we don't win the league, don't get into the Champions League. It's very likely they might end up in the Europa League at some point this season, um, and, and they may well finish second. So be it. They're, as long as they entertain crowds and they run Ajax very close, then maybe get far in the Dutch Cup or win that. And they have a run in the Europa League. Where, where, whichever competition it is, you know, I think they're going to go far, but they'll want some silverware at the end of it to, to really show their improvement. I think Schmidt is getting his ideas in because the players obviously are looking happier on the pitch. Goethe has stayed. He's staying, he's staying for at least another year when there was lots of speculation that he would leave. Obviously, he's looked around him and thought there's something special going on. The way that Nani Madueke runs over to Schmidt in, in the final of the Super Cup to show the happy is that these kind of things weren't happening last season. There was a lot of disappointment around the club. They won a lot of games, especially at home, but they really failed against top clubs. They didn't beat any of, um, I hope my memory serves me correctly here, they didn't beat any of RZ, Ajax or Feyenoord last season. Um, I think they only beat Vitesse at home, but lost away. So they did pretty poorly against clubs in the top five. That's what Schmidt's got to improve this season. He's done that already in the Super Cup against Ajax. Can he do it again repeatedly throughout the season? That's what's going to win them the title and therefore show a lots of improvement. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, as with many things in life, it's something that will be determined in due time. And with sport, I think that's some of the, the great anticipation comes from the fact that uh, in the Eredivisie, for example, you have these two or three teams who you know are going to be there or thereabouts by the end of the season. It's just a matter of who can take that extra step, uh, that extra push over the line. And of course, the last couple of seasons, it's been Ajax, um, could have been Azed uh, if, if uh, the COVID season wasn't cut short. But something tells me that PSV could be that side to do it this year. Maybe it's just the cynic in me wanting um, uh, being an IX supporter and, of course, wanting IX to win the double and, and go as far as we can in the Champions League. But like I said at the beginning, I think this PSV front four and perhaps even the starting 11, although I think that might be a bit of a stretch, is um, just as talented, if not maybe more talented um, than IX at this stage of the season. But that is, like I said, that will be um, determined in due time. Um, and so I won't, I won't make you predict anything concrete. Um, but I guess just to, to finish it off, maybe with one or two more questions, Michael. Um, uh, I know I was on your podcast for 
the Ajax youth players coming through, Keon Fitzium was the was the man who was uh, on the tip of our tongues the almost the entire episode. And so, of course, Ajax have some talent coming through. Feyenoord, of course, have talent coming through as well. Um, but PSV, it seems, besides the players who are already in the first team, maybe there's not as much depth in young PSV and further down in their academy. Um, what's your take on that? Do you think there are any potential players um, at this stage who could find themselves breaking into Schmidt's team this season? Yeah, I'm, I'm not as confident with young players coming through at PSV at the moment, but there are a few definitely worth keeping your eye on. Um, we're seeing at the moment Cody Gappa coming through, but people already know him. He's, he's in the first team now, but him coming through is, is excellent for their academy. It shows that players can go on from the PSV and play for the Dutch national team and possibly get a big transfer in the future. So you've got him. Maduweke came through the last stages of the academy. So again, that's a good, good one. You, um, Jordan Teze. Should be playing more this season. Not sure why he is on the bench so much, but he's another one coming through the academy. Needs to get a good full season in him at some point soon. Abispo, another one. But I'm, I'm looking a bit further down, and I suppose Jorbe Tessen he's, he's a Belgian attacker. Roger Schmidt really likes him. Like, really, really likes him. Keeps giving him so many opportunities, more than I think he deserves. But he is improving. He's playing him as a striker when Zahavi's not playing. Maybe out of no other options, really. But he's, he's getting some game time there on the wings. The one that people have been looking at a lot in pre-season, though, is Ferdi Fafana. He's been scoring goals in pre-season for PSV. He's had a couple of bench appearances so far this season. But I don't see him being the, the second striker behind Zahavi. Either PSV are going to get another striker, very likely. Or they'll probably play the test in there, something like that. Capo is a false nine. I don't know. But Fafana won't be getting minutes in the first team very much this season. He'll be with on PSV, though. The Dutch second tier. Definitely one to keep your eye on there. Um, upper guard as well is a left back. Maybe worth keeping your eye on a young PSV. Um, but apart from that, it's not looking really, really healthy there at the moment. Unlike final, for example, where there's a bunch of talents coming through who are probably going to play some games this season. Thank you for that overview. Um, I think it's... Yeah, probably no surprise that um, besides the few players like Hakpo that you mentioned um, from PSV's academy maybe aren't ready to take that next step, if only because the, the team is so talented at the moment. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for that, Michael. I guess just to finish it off, uh, I'll get this episode published before the second leg of PSV Benfica. Any, I know I wasn't going to ask you for predictions, but do you think they can do it down 2-1, uh, considering how good of a performance it was uh, for large stretches of the match, I would say? I'm going to be pessimistic and say it'll be a draw and drop mm. into Europa League because then people go, oh, you were wrong. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm happy I was wrong. <laughs> but I think they don't quite make it through against Benfica. I also think they don't quite win the league this season. I think Ajax will scrape it. I think it'll be neck and neck. I think it'd be like 85, 90 points to win the league this season so th there will be improvement this this season from PSV um, but not to the aspirations that some people have got them at this season they're going to drop off at some point soon uh, but they are a team that have improved and they're worth watching I really like some of the young players good team awesome yeah this is great Michael um, yeah I, those are all the questions I have um, this was I suppose the fourth part of my four-part series of the Eredivisie 
preview. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'll link to all your Twitter and football Aranya stuff uh, in the show notes. But um, yeah, once again, Michael, thanks for, for coming on. And we'll have to do another chat soon, whether it's um, hosted by me or you. Cheers, Alex. And I'm sure you've already plugged it. But football Aranya, Dutch football news in English, Dutch national team, Eredivisie stuff. Go and check us out. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I have to say the top, top tier of uh, English language coverage of Dutch football. I've been reading you guys for years. So uh, highly suggest everyone in the comments or everyone listening, um, definitely check out Football Aranya, not only for PSV, but for pretty much everything Dutch football. So yeah, thanks again, Michael. This was great. Cheers. Don't you think we're done? Don't you think we're done? Don't you think we're done?